0: So you want to hear about a book, but you're always on the go. Just sit back and relax, my friend, cause I've got a mini-sode of Dustin Can Read. Last One to Die by Cynthia Murphy Irish native Neve is excited to spend her summer in London studying up on her passion, the theatre. She's never been this far away without her parents, but she's determined to make the most out of this experience. While checking in with administration, Neve meets Sarah, a flighty girl whose luggage is heavier than herself. Sarah was assigned to live on the 10th floor of the dormitory, but she just can't. She's totally afraid of heights and proceeds to beg for a new room Luckily, Neve was just assigned a room on the second floor. Being a good sport and trying to make new friends, she agrees to switch rooms with Sarah. The two struggle to move Sarah's bags (laughs) to her new room. Then Neve leaves her new friend and ventures to her room on the 10th floor. After settling in, Neve realizes that she got her orientation paperwork mixed with Sarah's. Ever the helpful student, Neve sorts everything and decides to drop the paperwork off at Sarah's room so she won't be behind in the morning. What a nice girl Neve is! She knocks on Sarah's door, but there's no answer. Weird. Still, no big deal. Neve decides just to pop her head in, drop off the paperwork, and head back to bed. When she opens the door, a pungent <coughs> odor hits her. And when she looks closely, the figure on the bed isn't moving. In fact, It appears as if Sarah is dead, a pool of blood on the floor. Wow, that was fast, and it was only chapter one, so I don't really feel like I'm spoiling anything, since that chapter was actually a preview chapter that came out before the book was released. From there, a police investigation ensues, and as the story goes on, more and more girls are getting attacked, and they all look a lot like Neve: dark hair, freckles, tall, Suddenly, Neve's summer of freedom and learning is overtaken by brutal paranoia. Is she next? Who could be doing this? Could it be Will, the creeper who conveniently turns up at the wrong times? Is it Jasmine, the bitch that has it out for Neve from the very start of classes? Could it be Tommy, the mega-hot blonde guy she's assigned to work with? How about her friend Jess from the library? Or maybe even Jeffrey, her mentor at the internship job? Continuing, We as the reader start to figure out that this is more than just a slasher story. Something deeply sinister is afoot that is somehow wrapped around events of the past. But how? More questions follow. Cynthia Murphy is not playing around with this story. You can definitely tell the author loves her some point horror. I had seen the hot pink and blue cover online for a few months and thought it was such a simple cover art concept that pops. A lonely girl's silhouette standing on a balcony of a presumably empty building. But if you look closely, one of the windows has a blurry shadowy figure that seems to be watching her. Eerie stuff. Written in the first-person, present perspective, where everything is happening as you read it, Murphy has fun with language. Though some of that could just be my dumb American self-reading way too much into the Britishisms. Or Irishisms? For instance, Neve calls her Irish mother Mammy which only reminds me of the Oscar winner Hattie McDaniel, the maid from Gone with the Wind. Funnily enough, McDaniel is of Irish-Scottish origin. Another fun word she uses is flaming to substitute for the F word, or when she reiterates Neve getting goosebumps by describing it as, quote, a ripple of goose flesh across my shoulders. <laughs> I love this. I do believe this book needs to be retroactively added to the Point Horror brand, I mean, it was published by Scholastic, so why not? It really gives me the strong Richie Tankersley Cusick vibes, though maybe not as dialogue heavy. Murphy definitely has a knack for thrillers, and I can't wait to see what she comes up with next for her next book, Head Girl. I must confess, I received this book as an early birthday present back in January, when it was released. I'm so mad that I hadn't read it sooner. But now I'm glad that I took the moment to crack it open. Once I started, it was hard to stop, and that's saying something for my distracted mind. I have to commend the author for hooking me early on and keeping me invested. So many authors can hook you and then lead you astray, while others are slow burn that suddenly turns epic. Murphy has the best of both worlds. So if you're in the market for a teen thriller, definitely pick this book up, especially if you love point horror. You can find the ebook stateside, but unfortunately the physical copy is only available overseas. However, you can visit the Book Depository website to buy it. They ship worldwide. A big thank you to Nerissa in the UK for sending me this book. I was blown away by how much I liked it. Also, thanks to Cynthia Murphy for just being a great writer and being a class act on social media. Seriously, she is a super nice person and just, just super lovely. If you have any questions or comments about the book or for me in general, reach out to me on Twitter at Dustin underscore Holden or on Instagram at Dustin can You can also reach me via email at DustinCanReadPod at gmail.com. And please subscribe so you can be alerted of new episodes and rate and review. That really helps me out a lot. I appreciate it. Hope you pick up the book. Until next time. Dustin can read.